Alrighty, folks. I am back. So we are now heading into our third season, I guess we'll call it. And yeah, I know I've been MIA. And yeah, I can tell you I have like five podcasts recorded. But uh, I just, I'd be trying to massage the truth a little, I guess we'll call it. So let me tell you where Tony's been. Let's start there. Switch position, I think I've covered that. A little daunting. Been working on my writing a lot. As we said, I am a published author in uh, at least two countries. <laughs> Factually. Makes me feel good to say that out loud. Sorry. So that's one thing. Let's see now. Between work and being a father and trying to finish my books and plays, I have put the podcast to the side. Now, as someone who always tells you you need to have more streams of income, I probably sound ignorant. But as someone who's trying to teach you to be an entrepreneur, I should probably be honest and open with you. You see, folks, what happens is you step to the plate, you take a swing, maybe you get to base, but sometimes it's hard to get from first to second. And it's super hard for those home runs. So I'll give you an example. Putting out these books that I'm writing, some of them, one or two are just like concepts that are easy or they're thematic, almost like a fictional. It's a lot easier, and I also put them to the side because I'm not worried about them. But there's stuff that I write about that's like uh, putting my bare naked soul out there. Like, uh, let's say if you were going to model naked in front of an art class in college and you're now a 70-year-old man. I'm not comfortable with my skin 100% to have all much people seeing me in the nude, shall we say. Doesn't work for me that way. No, no, no. Don't like that. So when I write, sometimes that's what it feels like. So there's stuff I've been writing. My first book took almost 20 years to put out. And the first draft, I actually bound like a physical binder and printed, I think it was 20 or 30 pages. And I think that was, uh, oof, what would it be? I think, I don't know, like I said, 20, 30 pages are written. I did like size 13 font, Times New Roman. Covers are like blue construction. Not construction, but a little nicer, but that time I had a copy for me, a copy for the pastor church I attended, and a copy for my writing, not my coach, but a mentor. So I remember being pretty pleased with that. I did three copies. I had mine. I think I actually left mine in my parents' house. The pastor kept his, and the lady I either ran copy to, I guess she moved to the clearing house. She sent me back my copy. So I have at least one copy in my possession, but most of those got put into the book I uh, released of it's basically, I guess I would call it a book of written poems, rap type stuff. I think it was a prayer or two, like a, almost like an essay or like just some, some thoughts on a concept, stuff like that. You know, it's a really small book. Like I said, you can get it on Amazon, shameless plug. It's called Born Again. You can search for my, search it by my name. You can search by email as well. All those details are in uh, the podcast link. You can find it on the homepage. But it, it's, uh, it was very uneasy feeling to put out a book not because I was worried about the money I might make or not make or any of those kind of things but it's you know it's I was putting out stuff that I thought of that I'd written for like from about 2001 or two let's say to 2019 so these were concepts I wrote up that I either cared about or I thought were sick concepts I mean it's you know just stuff I wrote and it was it was from a perspective at different points in changing my life and then I added some from 2019 that were more recent because, you know, I'm a new person, but I'm still the same person, if that makes sense to you. So bottom line, folks, is being an entrepreneur is super hard. 
And the hardest thing for me, which I have a podcast I want to talk about sometimes, is the follow-through. I, it's, it's very easy to start recording the podcast. It's very easy to start the writing. It's not very easy to actually hit the complete button. Sometimes I just, I wonder if I sound good. A lot of times it's nerves. So sometimes you got to throw yourself out there. So here's a way you can combat that. Remember I was talking to my boss about two years ago, like I said, 2020, 2019. He was asking what I knew about writing a book. And I was like, it's funny. I got one ready to go most. I just got to edit. I just, you know, I haven't wanted to. And, you know, we were just talking about, you know, what could be done. And he told me he had a book and draft too. So all this stuff, you know, it was just a little conversational. I said, let me look at it. And I was looking and I think about a week. I was like, you know, I do want to put out my book. I've been slacking. So I said, you know, I, I read something that said that if you're going to put out your book or you're not your book, if you're going to do something, sometimes you got to, you got to throw yourself out there. And they were like, you know, if you're going to lose 10 pounds, go on Facebook and tell everyone, hey, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Now, if this works for you, how it's going to work for you is just like this. So we went to a staff meeting Monday morning. I said, hey, everybody, I want you to hold me accountable. About a month from today, roughly on my birthday, I'm going to release my first book in print and digital copy on Amazon. So it's in about four weeks. I can send you a link and you can buy the book that I wrote, that I published, I edited. Now, a side note, by the way, since I did like spoken word and poetry, it could be a little off as far as, um, you know, sentence structure and what have you, because it's, you know, it's, I can take more liberty. If you're going to write a serious book about a theme or, you know, a biblical exposition, or you're going to write about, you know, your life experience in a biography, or you might need to pay a little more attention to the rules that exist for writing, you know, punctuation, spelling, grammar, it, it becomes a little more important. Another side tip. Your layout's really important. Your book should have appeal on the inside, not just the cover. You do need a cover. Look at the colors that are more marketable, like gold and purple seem to work together really well. Think Lakers colors. Certain colors, you look at restaurants and companies, they use certain shapes because they uh, they resonate with people. That's what you would call it. So even if you're not, I'm not I don't wear purple. I don't even, I don't think I own a yellow shirt anymore. You still own like four shades of it, but you want to look into that. So those are some little side tips for you if you're a writer or you're going to put out a cover or maybe even a CD cover, who knows. But like I said, it was for me it's hard sometimes it's just to get it all finished. So you need to work at being disciplined so you can do those things. It's not going to be easy, folks, sometimes. But you want to cultivate that habit. It's something that, it's a muscle, folks. And it's a muscle I've been working on for about three, four years. And I'll tell you the funny part is it's, it's like I said, I have another podcast coming out right behind this one. It's, for me, it's, it's very easy to apply good habits at work. Then I come home and either I want to veg out, I guess you'd say, or I'm just like, eh. Whatever it is, it's just not the same. But see, my, my book, you would say, should be my priority because if I make a million copies sold at three bucks a piece, wow, right? After Amazon takes a cut, I still got about two million before taxes. So, you know, you got to see about all that, but you get the point. But my job pays my bills. My job feeds my kids and my wife myself. So I guess the, the, fly, the fight or flight part of me is like, oh, be careful, bro. Oh, be careful. So that's probably why I'm more successful at work. I would say as far as the discipline stuff goes, you know, can't be late because you get fired, right? Got to get the stuff done, you got to get done because the boss says so, right? That's, that's how that works. So it's a little different. But we'll see how it goes. So, folks, like I said, I've been gone because I readjusted priorities for myself. My oldest son started school. 
And then uh, my work schedule changed and trying to adjust my habits. Like I said, the book became my priority. Well, books, but you get the point. Writing became my priority. So I have been gone. I will have more podcasts. I actually have about five ready to go right now. So just uh, throw it out there. This started October 7th, I believe, October 9th, talking about Dave Ramsey and how I thought his uh, methods were foolish. Because, you know, you can't save, you know, $96,000. It's just not feasible for you to save $96,000 to buy a good used car and a good used or maybe new home. It's almost impossible for the average American or any person in general, but I live in America. Sorry, folks. But there is method to his madness. I will give you that. So this is going to be super short. We're probably going to wrap this up now with a couple of random thoughts and just try to tie it all in together. You probably hear that motorcycle going by me. Yes, folks, it is another infamous car cast. We're back where we started for the first one in our third season. I will work on delivering more value. I heard uh, from people I work with, they said Adapt or Die seemed to be a favorite. That was uh, people like that one. I also talked about one time about how you can save money by brown bagging it. You know, bring your lunch to work. And the time you should fill up your gas. So I'd say listen to that one if you haven't. It's, I think it's going to be literally like two ways to save money. I said, folks, you, you can't save your way to wealth. I'm sorry. All these guys are going to tell you that. You know, at 20 years old, put $1,000 away and then add $200 a month in a Vandex index, Vanguard index, blah, 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 blah. And by the time you're 55, you'll have... It, it's not going to... It's not realistic. Because by the time most of you start looking for financial advice, you're 28. You're eight years behind. And yeah, I understand that I says that, you know, the power of, what do you call that, of compound interest is one of the most things, most powerful force in the universe. I would highly suggest you look at the rule of 72 as well. I, I get all that. But looking at the measures of who listens to me the most, you're all about 14 to 16 years older. So my advice to you is find a way to make money in your spare time and cut your expenses. It has to be a little both. Remember, you can only cut so far before you hit the bone. Let me say it to you another way. You're hungry. You eat the muscle off the bottom of your left leg. You got a crutch. You're good. You eat all the muscle on both your legs. You're in a wheelchair. You're good. You can't drive the wheelchair without arms. And uh, I know a lot of people, we have this argument work all the time. I said, I don't eat chicken wings because I don't want to eat the bone. I don't eat the bone. I don't eat the skin. So why am I paying for it, right? Why am I the garbage disposal for the chicken company? Or for the restaurant, they should get me a boneless wing, which I'm always laughing until it's a chicken nugget. No, it's not. I just want the meat and some seasoning. Now, if I don't want the bones, I'm not going to eat it, right? Follow my follow my circular crazy logic. If you were literally eating your legs to survive, and you can't the bo- when you hit the bone, there's no more meat. You have to be careful what you cannibalize, folks. You're not. It's going to be super hard to just make more money because how long can you work 80 hours a week I think it's uh, Ecclesiastes 3.1 or something like that in the Bible it says there's a time and a place for everything a season for all or something like that I'm getting it right getting it wrong do your own research but my interpretation of that is there's a time and a place for everything which I've heard people say you know there's it's like you know you don't you don't party before work right when I was in my early 20s I would work go home get cleaned up go hang out with my friends get home at a reasonable hour most of the time Maybe get inebriated if it wasn't a weekday. You know, have some fun. You know, chase girls when I was single or go see my girlfriend I had one. Sleep, repeat the process. It works pretty darn good, right? But in my 40s now, I don't want to do what I used to do. 
I could probably grind out 50 hours a week, folks. I have a feeling for the next two months, I might have to do 44, 46 some weeks to make sure I can benefit my company, myself, the logistics of what I do. But my priorities are different now. I have kids. I still have my wife. We've been together just about 15 years. Actually, technically, since we started dating, it's already been 15 years. We married 15 years in a month. So even if I could grind out 55 hours a week like I was doing five, six years ago, or like I did you know, 20 years ago almost at this point when I used to have two jobs and I was in college, I was doing construction. I worked at the Gap at night doing clothes and the stock. I was an overnight stock associate. And I was going to school like two nights a week or something. The school quickly petered out because it was just a pain. I didn't quit. I actually got my credits and pretty decent class uh, scores. I think I got like a B plus and a B. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, you know, priorities change. There are different seasons to your life. There's times when you can bang out the work you need to. In the job I have, I always tell the agents, I said, if there's overtime, take it now. Don't say I don't be here next week because next week changes what happens to you. What happens then? You got to plan for the worst case scenario. You kind of got to be Batman, if that makes sense. He always has five plans and a contingency plan for the first two plans. It's kind of like, um, oh, we haven't had a hurricane in 15 years. So what'd you do with all your supplies? Ah, well, instead of cycling through them and replacing them, we just ate them rather than waste. Why didn't you replenish them? Yeah, I didn't want to spend the money. Did you invest the money? No, no, I, I got a really cool Schwinn for me and my wife. We just ride around town and, you know, we drink beer afterwards and uh, that's where the money went. Hey, bro, it's hurricane season again. What happened? Yo, the stores are empty. I don't know what I'm going to do. You don't have any rice? Got no rice. You got any candles? I got two. Bro, if this storm hits, it's Category 5. We might have power for like 10 days. Even if the stores have power, the lines will be long and how are they going to keep their food cool warm? You know, you're not going to even get milk. And you don't have rice. But you see where I'm going, folks? I'm a little... I try to paint you different pictures because everyone thinks different. So I'm trying to reach all of you. So the basic thing I want you to understand today is... Uh, I guess we're going to say two things. One, thank you for listening. I got a couple of you who actually comment or tell me what you like and you don't like. So thank you. Be honest with yourself. Do you want the money that you're going to hustle for it? You know, you're like, yeah. Like, I, I know someone at my job at... Oh, 45 hours, great, I'll get overtime because I'm only scheduled 38. They don't really want the 45. They like the money, they don't like the work. And even then, they don't necessarily need the money. They like the concept. So what happens is, they not even wearing themselves out, they're just they're lackadaisical about things. And my thing is, if you're going to do it, do it to your best. You know, if, if you're a single parent and you're going back to school and you're also a nurse's aide, maybe you can only be a B student because you can't put in more. Because your time constraints, your kids need to get to school. You have to prepare lunches because you're brown bagging, like I said. And you've also got a second job doing DoorDash, like I've told other podcasts, is having other ways to make money in case your job closes. I get that. Sometimes being a B student is better than being no student. So like I said, thank you, but be prepared, folks. If you're going to start a podcast, do it better than I do it. And I guarantee you in 2021, coming to 2022, I'm going to eclipse myself. Because about two months ago, I was sitting, I said, man, it's things changed when I hit 40. And then I said, no, your perspective is wrong. Tony, you're being an idiot. I'm going to do everything in my 40s. Basically, I have, let's see, I'll be 41 next week, folks. Yeah, is it next week? Uh, whatever, you get the point. It's roughly, it's, 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 it's this month, it's real soon. 
you know, my brain's tired from when I was at work. But instead of saying, man, I'm 40, I haven't done what I want to do, I'm 41, and I'm here to conquer the world. So thank you for listening. Thank you for the comments and feedback. I would love more of it. Tony at changeinadvance.com. Same thing on Tumblr, it's Change in Advance. On Twitter, it's Change in Advance. On Instagram, we're a little different. It's Pedagogy of the Fresh. That's Pedagogy, P-E, all right? Pedagogy. Not Pedagog, Pedagogy of the Fresh. P-E-D-A-G-O. Ooh, that's all right. P-E-D-A. Ooh, I can't think a lot, folks. It's Pedagogy of the Fresh. Yeah, G-O-G-Y. Yeah, I'm crazy. Yep. I'm going to let you Google it. You'll find me. But like I said, if you want to comment, you want to cancel me, try and do what you got to do. I'm going to conquer this decade of my life. And I want you along for the ride. Like I said, be honest with yourself about what you want. Be honest with yourself about what it takes. I was recently counseling somebody I work with that. If what you're doing is insurmountable feeling, write it out on paper. Because as my boss says, how do you eat a whale? One bite at a time. Have a great night, folks. Appreciate you.